Good evening, brethren. Good evening. Uh, we're going to sing a couple songs tonight. Uh, 222 should already be open. 222. There's a great day coming. A great day. And um, well, I know we're all anticipating that great day. Yes. And um, before, just in case anybody is, hasn't heard, Brother Gibbons doing much better. He's uh, anticipating coming home in the morning. And um, we're... We're thankful that the Lord's heard our prayers and his prayers. Because uh, he wants to regain his ministry, you know, and, and I, I, we definitely want him here. <laughs> yes. The Lord's blessed us with his teaching. So let's sing this song as unto the Lord. There's a great day coming, a great day coming. There's a great day coming by and by. When the saints and the sinners shall be parted right and left, are you ready for that day to come? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? shall only come to them that love the Lord. Are you ready for that day to come? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? There's a sad day coming, a sad day coming, there's a sad day coming by and by. When the sinner shall hear his soon depart, I know ye not. Are you ready for that day to come? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? Are you ready? Are you ready for the judgment day? I am ready. I am ready. I am ready for the judgment day. be a, a little tune in there talking about how God's grace has made us ready, right? Amen. Alright, now this, the, for the second song tonight, number 266. You know, we just sang about going to be with the Lord and this is what's made it possible. The Lord, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and, and these are He lived out these wonderful words of life. Sing them over again to me, wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty see, wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty, 
Teach me faith and duty. Beautiful words, they're wonderful words, wonderful words of life. His beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Christ the Blessed One gives to all wonderful words of life. Sinnerless to the loving call, wonderful words of life. All so freely given, wooing us to heaven. Their beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of Wonderful words of life, offer pardon and peace to all, wonderful words of life, Jesus only Savior, sanctified forever, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Amen. Would um, someone like to pray for him, Brother Justin? Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to gather together Mm -hmm. and to, to seek your face. Lord, we ask that you would bless each and every one of us. Uh, help us to obtain something mm-hmm. that we didn't have before. Lord, we know that this is possible because you're with us. Mm-hmm. You said where, where two or more are gathered, I am there in the midst. And, mm-hmm. uh, we believe this promise. We believe you. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we want to honor the Son in everything mm-hmm. that we do. We want to seek your will in mm-hmm. everything that we do. We want to know you. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray that you would look upon our faith and that you would give us the desires of our hearts, Mm -hmm. that you would bless Brother Robert and cause him to be able to speak things that are profitable and stirring. Mm -hmm. I pray that our spirits would be stirred up here tonight in remembrance, Mm -hmm. that you would give each and every one of us utterance and things to say that would Mm -hmm. benefit one another. Amen. We pray that this would be a profitable time. Yes. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Well, this is um, part nine. Uh, from the book of Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews chapter 11. You know, this, these, um, I've gone through this book several times before teaching out of it and pretty much stayed the course of what the text said and then gone back and looked at it. And we're going to do the, some of that, but I, I looked at it different this time. This, you know, th- this is a testimony of what faith can work in you. Yes. I mean, it's a record of what faith worked in these brethren. But it's given unto us in order that we might make that faith, our faith, might be um, shown the example of what faith does when it's in somebody. I mean, it produces things. And, and so this um, part nine, we're going to talk about through faith, we receive strength to believe. But we're going we're to get there through observing how 
how it worked in Sarah to produce strength to conceive seed. Now, that some people would laugh at that. They would say, that's impossible. In fact, that's what Sarah said, right? Sarah thought this was absolutely impossible. And, and we're going to see that um, with men, this is absolutely true. With men, this is impossible. It's impossible for, for man to um, create a miracle. It can't happen. But see, through by faith, God, it, it leads us or, or shows us or helps us to, to believe that God can do anything. There's anything that God can't do. So um, the text is Hebrews 11, 11. That's an easy one to remember, right? 11, 11. Through faith also... Because we just got done talking about Abraham, yeah, right? Also, talking yeah. about Abraham. Abraham had faith, and, and Enoch had faith, and, and, and these others that had faith. Through faith also, also. now now those who um, <laughs> the prohibition on, on the sisters will yeah. have trouble with this. Yeah. Because God was, was, was he, he took care to bring Sarah along. Through faith, Sarah also, Sarah herself, also. received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. So you find yourself in a difficult situation? Well, just trust in the Lord, right? <laughs> I mean, if whatever you feel, you've been led that the Lord's going to work in you and, 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 and by faith you've struck out in it and it looks like an obstacle comes up, well, just, we got an example here of something that was impossible for the flesh, but God was going to make happen. Amen. Yeah. So the promise... Technically, a person would be right in saying the promise was given to Abraham. He was given to Abraham. and um, But see, it wasn't just given to Abraham. It was going to come through Abraham, and it Amen. was going to bless the whole seed. Yes. Now, this is big. Amen. So verse 8 says, oh, sorry, go ahead. I like that phrase, through faith also. Uh -huh. <laughs> just think about that for a minute. Through faith also. Yes. That uh, faith accomplishes a lot of things yeah. as if it didn't do enough already from from verses 1 through 11 I like how it says that through faith also yes amen which means that he God will include anyone that he's given to his son and given faith yes. when it's used okay, when it's employed in the person amen. God has respect for that faith well of course he would because it came from him right so in verse 8, we got, by faith, Abraham. Verse 9, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. Verse 10, for he looked for a city. And then we see through faith also Sarah herself. Yeah. And we'll okay. see before this is over that God spoke a word to her that would, that would um, energize, yeah. as it were, her faith. No person in the kingdom of God can live unto God by the faith of another person. Now, you may get some benefits. Remember when they, the, those three brethren uh, lowered that lame man they, yeah. in, down? He blessed, he, he actually healed them. Actually, it says, thy sins be forgiven. That's what he said to them. Because of their faith. That, that's what he did. So see, yeah. later when, when uh, we read in the scriptures that if you, if, if you pray the prayer of faith, he will forgive. Here's what he says. Yeah. It says he will yes, forgive he their yeah. sins, right? Yes. Why? Because you ask. Amen. So see, this is faith is powerful. Amen. But it's only it's powerful because it comes from God. This Amen. is of God. He gives you the faith. Now, when you use it, in other words, when you believe, 
How do we know those men believed? They lowered him down in the presence of Jesus. That was an exercise of their faith. That was yeah. a proof yeah. to Jesus. They believed he could do it. Yeah. Now, see, so what, what did Jesus do? The same thing that God's going to do for Sarah. He's going to do something for her that's impossible. Amen. Now, so unless you, you are given faith, unless you're living by faith, life will be very tedious. It's just the way it is. I mean, life is already hard enough, you know, just all by itself. But yeah. if you're not living by faith, then there's there's some trials that are going to come your way that will, will overcome you. But by faith, we can conquer them all. That's just the way it is. And if you say, well, are we the ones doing the conquering? Well, we're involved in it. But see, it's the faith that's working in us. Yes. That's what's leading us to do this. Amen. So, so we we shouldn't think small thoughts when it comes to whatever God's given us to do. Whatever the, whatever it is, you say, well, it's just doing a menial job. You do it as unto the Lord, and He'll reward you Amen. according to your faith. Amen. Now, now that that helps us to move out in faith. I'm going to do this. Yes, sister. Um, I had a question. Huh? Um, if now you were to pray and ask God to forgive someone else's sin, would you? Well, okay. okay. If you add, if you the, the prayer of faith there in John, okay, says if you see a brother sin a sin not unto death, which means they haven't died in the in the execution of that sin, and you pray, right, believing, then you get the, uh, well. Let's just read what it says. Does anybody got that right up? God will give him life. He'll. Yeah, that's what it says. He'll give him life. Because you prayed. Now, uh, but I want to get it exactly here. Um, let's get it. It's, uh, 1 John 5.16. 5.16. Okay. If any man see a brother, sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask. And he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death that do not say that you shall pray for it. So, so this, this is the thing. It says, but verse before it says, And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Right? So the thing is, 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 is when you, the prayer of faith is an absolute harmony with the will of God. So yeah. see, it, it, would it be would it be right for me to ask for God to give you give another person faith? Well, it'd be absolutely right. You're a king and a priest unto God. In other words, you're you can intercede for other other people who don't have faith, who don't see things right. See, so a lot of people make wrong choices because they they don't have faith. They're not trusting in God. So, but if you if you see that and you ask the Lord, give them to believe, help them. See. He'll help them because you ask. So, so this is, this broadens our ministry. I mean, now it, it, it does it, say a brother. It, it says a brother. brother. Right. Yeah. yeah. For a brother, not just. Okay. Anybody, okay. Right? Well, let's say you're testifying to somebody. Sure. Okay. You're testifying to somebody. You're telling them about the gospel. Okay. It's appropriate for you to ask God to give them faith. Right. All right. How else? When you believed, how did you come into the kingdom? Because somebody ministered to you. Somebody preached the gospel. Now we know that God's the one that's going to give them to believe. We're not, we're not healing them. We're not, yeah. we're not giving them to believe. 
but we are giving them something. We are to deliver to them the gospel message, and whoever believes will be saved, right? So it's appropriate. Now here, he's talking about something probably more in in the assembly, among the saints. If you see a brother sin a sin, you say, well, brother, don't sin. Well, we've got a record here. See, sin's a lot broader than what some people think. Even the thought of foolishness is sin. Mm -hmm. So see, you can exercise. In other words, we've been called to exercise this this gift that God's given us, this gift of faith. Anywhere we are, we are at. Whatever yeah. we see, whatever we're doing, we can do this unto the Lord. Yeah. Did you have something? So these would be different prayers. If you're praying for a brother, yes. Or if you're praying That's right. for somebody who's yes. not in Christ, well, that hope. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're yes. saying. Right. It's it's never wrong to right. ask the Lord for oh, something. Right. If, just right. the, I think that the, just making the distinction where That's it right. says. He will. That's right. You know, he shall. Amen. Whenever we pray for those that are without, yes. that have not accepted, we mm-hmm. we leave it in the hands of the Lord. That's we, right. But it's not yeah. wrong for us to pray for it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and yeah. so it, if he's called you to be a king and a priest, then see, this, you, when you enter into that, in other words, when you do ask for someone, just like Jesus, remember, he could be moved with compassion. And so he would, he would yeah. do something for that yeah. person. So, see, it's right if you've been moved to compassion, okay, that's not something you can just make yourself do. But if you look on a situation and you're moved to ask God, why is that maybe perhaps that's the way God's going to do the thing? Because you ask. But uh, being kings and priests unto God, Mm -hmm. the king's side of it is that he's given us, uh, he's given us, to be able to, like, exercise some right. authority over things right. at, under his authority. Mm-hmm. The priest side of it is for us to be discerning yes. and do things according to the yes. will of God. Amen. The priest taught the people mm-hmm. about God That's right. and what was right. Mm-hmm. So in these matters, we mm-hmm. are exercising not only the king's side of it, That's right. but the priest yeah. side Amen. of it, where we, we have some kind of... Uh, discernment mm-hmm. that this is something that needs to be prayed for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But it's in order that it's all done according yes. to the will of God. Amen. Yeah, it is according to the will of God. That's Amen. That's right. That's and definitely for sure. And in verse seventeen of John, First John five, it says, "All unrighteousness is sin." You mm-hmm. see how well a large blanket is put over sin. I mean, anything that's not like God. Is can be can be turned into something that's mm-hmm. that's contrary to him, and he says, and there is a sin that's not undone. So if somebody yeah. could sin, and and maybe not even know that they did, yeah. I mean that's just by virtue of living here, having a body that's that's um of the earth, earthy. It, so so we help one another. Another we we hold each other up, just like um, Aaron and and her held Moses' arms mm-hmm. up, right? We 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 hold them up because, well. <laughs> Because we need it. We have a shadow of that in the law also. Yes. Uh, The sacrifice for the Uh sin of omission, something you didn't get done. Yes, that's right. Any other comments on that? That was a good question. We we, we like questions because we we, we like the answers more. (laughs) Anyway, um, did the promise that God gave to Abraham could not be completed without Sarah? 
Now, this is just the truth. Now, see, at the beginning of it, you look at it, they, they tried, they did their best. They, they, Abraham got the promise, but he didn't get all the information. He just got part of the information. And so he went to work to, to, to do what he thought he could do. Sarah went to work too. Remember, she, she had some ideas about how this could be completed. But see, none of those ways were going to be the way God used. God was going to use his way from the very beginning. He was, God was going to work salvation. And, I mean, he was going to work this promise that he'd given the, the Abraham out in a very specific way right from the beginning. Yes, brother? In fact, in Genesis 17, uh-huh. uh, 19, God promised yep. involved Sarah. That's right. He didn't say to Abraham, I'm going to give you a seed. <laughs> yep. Sarah was included right at the That's right. beginning when he promised that's right. Yeah, see, in, in chapter 12 there, where it says, And God had said unto Abraham, You know, go out of your country, I'll make of thee a great nation. He didn't spell all these details out. But see, they would come. They would come after Abraham walked with the Lord, after he lived, he lived in the faith for a while. Then God divulged more. Now, this right here is specifically, is we're going to see it's happened this word in, 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 in Genesis 17 happened a year before um, Isaac was going to be born. So we can see that um, all those who are called to believe are personally involved in the process. In other words, God's, God's going to do something for Abraham because of the promise, but Abraham's going to be involved in it. He, he's he's going to, it's going to actually... It, Talk about involved. You couldn't get more involved than Abraham and Sarah is in the, the, the birth of the promise. I mean, they, they were very, very, very involved. And yet at the same time, this was God's purpose. This wasn't, this wasn't the way, in fact, Sarah didn't even think it was possible for this to happen. Mm-hmm. But see, she's going to come around. God's going to have a word for her. She's going to receive strength to believe. So if, if it's God who calls us, but it's always according to his own will. And yeah. his own purpose. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't come to you and say, what do you think my purpose should be? I mean, that's just not the way God, God has worked things out. Because we wouldn't have a clue how to answer that question. We, we, we would have, in order to have an eternal purpose, right, you have to be, be an eternal God. And um, quite frankly, none of us are eternal yet. Now, we're, we're going to be. The new man is eternal, right? He yeah. can't die. So that, that's what God's done for us. Now, Abram, if you, we're going to just look at the record here, because actually it's all in the record. Um, in Genesis chapter 17, God changed the name of Abram. Well, I read that's wrong. <laughs> no, I did that. I, I, it was supposed to be and. It's supposed to be the name of Abram and Sarai. The, the time of the fulfillment of the promise, he was drawing nigh. It was getting close, right? Yeah. And so Abram, was, his name was changed to Abraham, and Sarai was changed to Sarah. Now, now this proves to you, see, God, when he's getting ready to do something, things start happening. You yeah. know, when the time starts drawing nigh, we saw it with Christ, with John the Baptist. See, in other words, God's getting ready to do a work. And so he's, he's getting everything, everything set, everything arranged. Here in, uh, John, in Genesis 17, 1 through 5, I'll just read that. 
And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and, and be thou perfect. And I, I will make a covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be, call, be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. Now, uh, you know, the, this parallels the, in, in Genesis chapter 12 and in Genesis chapter 15. See, it's the same promise. He's, it's not like it's something completely new, but he's going to personalize it in, in this next part. Now, Sarai, it, he, he, he had, it, God had not said one word to Abram about Sarah being the one that, that was going to bring forth this child. But now he does. In, in verse 15 yeah. to 16, it says, And God said unto Abraham, That's right. and remember, he changed his name. So this yeah. is said it to Abraham now. Yeah. Immediately his name was changed. As for Sarai, thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Now, now, now just listen to this. This is such a blessing. I will bless her. All right? And give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her. And she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Both Abraham and Sarah had been called into this work. And this work would change them both. It's like we know this is true. Salvation has changed you. You're not yes. the same person that yes. you used to be. Amen. So see, we, we, we've experienced. Now we've experienced it in a greater measure because uh, Abraham, Abraham didn't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It hadn't been given yet. So see, but now we can look back and we know that this changed him. Why? Because he believed it. That's why. He believed the Lord and he had accounted or credited him righteousness because he believed him. So how, how important is it that we believe the Lord? It is the ultimate importance. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen. So see, it, it, it is a, it, technically, there, there's a side of the covenant that God made. And it's totally independent from, from us. It's a, he said, I will make my covenant with you. He said, well, Abram, you know, you, you've got to go you know, jump through these two. No, God said, I'm doing this for you. This is what I'm doing. Now, by faith, Ab Abraham was brought in alignment with what God's purpose was. Same thing that's going to happen to us when we live by faith. We'll find ourselves desiring to live a life that's pleasing unto God. God promised to give a new name to all those who overcome. Now, mm -hmm. in Revelation 3.12, it says, Him that overcometh, I'll make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. You won't, we won't have to leave anymore. Mm -hmm. We'll come together, and we'll never again depart. Now, that's, that's, that's worth living righteous here for. I'll, I'll make a pillar. Now, pillars, you know, there's... Think something about a pillar. There's a pillar right here in the room. Now you don't want to take that pillar out, right? It's the building would fall down. Yeah. Now, now to see the significance of what God's making us, He's making us pillars in the temple of our God. Yeah. We're not going to go out because He's going to be using us. We're going to we're going to have a function in the ages to come, and it's an important one. Just like that pillar is important to keep this building up. 
So it, it, salvation is transforming us into something yeah. that God's going to use in the ages to come. Amen. And it's going to be His work. It's not like we're going to God could give us work and we can we can work it down here and and but see God's working through us. He's changing us, modifying the the new man to where on the in the ages to come, whatever work He gives us, it will be substantial. And it'll be everlasting. We won't have to have an update when we get there. Just, yes. just a thought on that. Uh-huh. Um, the, the extent of salvation is such that the work that Jesus said, the works that I do uh-huh. are not mine, but the Father's. But then Jesus did the work. Yes, that's right. Because yep. of his union with the yes. Father. So... Uh, when it says we're joint heirs with Christ, That's heirs right. of God and joint, joint heirs yes, with Christ. Yes. As we do these things, see this transformation of salvation, we we wouldn't do it any other way either. That's we, right. We are in Amen. agreement with God. Mm-hmm. So we're throwing, we are yes. throwing everything that he's given us into doing what he wants and he's giving us the ability and power to do it. Amen. But That's it's right. accounted to us. That's right. As Amen. A, a work that we're working in. That's God. right. It's not uh, too often. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying you did this, mm-hmm. but uh, just the way people talk about things, mm-hmm. there just seems to be this uh, us and him. Right, right. And mm-hmm. that's not what salvation has done. No. God is God and we are not. Mm-hmm. But we are sons of God. That's right. And so it is us. That's right. Amen. That we're called into yeah. the fellowship of exactly. God's son. So that so when fellowship. We're working, that's right. We are doing the works Amen. of God through faith. That's right. By Christ Jesus. And we, so it is yes. our work. But we didn't generate it. We didn't that's empower right. it. That's right. And 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 ultimately we didn't make it profitable. Exactly. See God God actually God added the part that would make it profitable. Yes. But see, that doesn't divorce us from from entering into the work. See, it's a, you sit down and say, well, okay, if God wants to save me, let him save me. Well, you just won't be saved. That's just that's just the way You would have to divorce us from God yes, that's right. to divorce our works yeah. Amen. from the work of Amen. God. That's right. Amen. And so he can, I'll continue. He says, what is, this is his promise to you now. Are you living by faith? Have you entered into the covenant that God made with, with Christ and that he's called you to be, to be one of his, his brethren? I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from God. I will write upon him my new name. Amen. Well, that's so. See, right now, we don't know what those names are yet. Okay, but what God's working through Christ Jesus, as we behold Christ, we're transformed or changed into the same image, and He's making us. Fit the name that he's he's already decided what he's going to call you, what the name is. But see, right now you're being you're being cultured, spiritually cultured to where you'll fit right into the place where God's chosen for you. Mm-hmm. Now that only God can do that. You know, I mean, you can get a job and you can become an apprentice, and and over time, the person teaching you is supposed to get you ready for whatever job you you're going to fit into. But what if he didn't? What if he just said, well, I don't want to do that. Well, then when it came time for you to be uh, more than an apprentice, you wouldn't be able to pass the test. You wouldn't be able to fit in. 
And, and so see, but God's not doing that. God's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us Christ at his own right hand that's teaching and leading. And, and so we're, we're being built up. We're being edified. Yeah, but it's not just, it's not just, it's too small of a thought to just think of you. Yeah. He's doing the whole church. Amen. Mm-hmm. So Amen. that's what God's going to move into. There's going to be no spots, no wrinkles, or any such thing. It's going to be yeah. perfect. And so, of course, God gets, God is the one that has to do that work. And he's doing it through Christ. Now, Christ, technically, yeah. Christ is doing the work. And then in the end, he'll hand the kingdom back over to the Father. And then he himself will be made subject to the Father, yeah. which proves that there is a cost. There, was an, there is an eternal cost yeah. to salvation. Although, if, see, the cost was worth the work. Yeah. What, what God's done in Christ was worth him to come and lay yeah. down his life. I like, I like that thought that this is a corporate purity. Yes, this is a that's right. Collective purity. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wears a, a nice suit with a spot right mm-hmm. here on it. That's right. That that you put that to, to the side. That's not, it's inappropriate to wear. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with the bride of Christ. It's going to be perfect. That's in right. Every way. Yes. That God's working specific things in specific people. Now, we see that with Ab- He didn't do this anymore. We don't have any other record of God doing what he did in Ab- with Abraham yeah. and Sarah. He did it in them, and that was a, a work. It was an eternal work. Now, now, that's it was an everlasting covenant. See, technically, this is the covenant that we're in today. Yeah. It's the same covenant. And, and, and yet, you know, the law was given because of sin. Mm-hmm. It, was an, it was a covenant. But it was like in parentheses. It was a temporal covenant that was going to be abolished when Jesus showed up and took away sin. So, see, but, but see, this covenant, we've entered into this Abrahamic covenant because this is the covenant that, that he made. Now, um, let's, let's look at this one other thing now, about your, your new name, about working in specific things. We see it here, but God's working in you specifically. Okay, now now he's working in the church specifically, but that's not all. Look at this. He, this is Revelation 2.17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. So he's talking to the churches, right? That's who he's talking to. To him. Now is he only talking to the churches now? But see, the churches are made up of individuals, of people. Okay? So to him that overcometh. See, a church. Oh, a church can overcome. But they oh, it overcomes because the... The members of that assembly are, are have have um, persevered. They're pressing in, right? To him that overcometh, will I give the eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in that stone a new name written, which no man knoweth save he that receiveth it. Now, right off the bat, when you get to glory and you get your new name, you will be able to tell people, expound that. You will be able to. Yeah. Nobody else will even know. That, isn't that just like the Lord to do that? To to, to where? Because see that we're be brought into a fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. God's revealed these things so we might have strong consolation. See, we, we don't walk around saying, "I got a name and you don't." You know that that's not what He's talking about. He's talking about that that every person there is there for a purpose. That's that's what is a name? A name just describes what who you are. You know what 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 what, yeah. what you are. It's in the name. 
You know, Abraham was going to be the father of many nations. And so he gave him the name Abraham. So anyway, I, I just put that in there because this, this Abraham and Sarah, their names were changed. Because they were going to enter into a different time of their life when God was going to work in, in them in specific ways. And now we know from the record that there was a lot of things that were going to happen after this. This wasn't the end. Of, of This was like the beginning of a new chapter in their life. There, Sarah was going to have a son, which was impossible, but she was going to do it anyway. God was going to work through her, and then we're going to start seeing some things change in, the, in their lives that would have never changed had this not happened. Same, we, we can see that in ourselves, too. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to go over this. These, uh, oh, yes, brother? I'm kind of off topic, but I was following along in Genesis 17. Uh-huh. Verse 4 through 7, when God made the promise to Abraham and yes. his name. Mm-hmm. And in verse 7, he says, I will establish my covenant between me and thee, uh-huh. and thy seed after thee, and thy generation, the generations for an international covenant. Yes. To be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. Mm-hmm. And of course, the uh, promise was also later given to Isaac, mm-hmm. and to Jacob, and to his. Twelve sons and the tribes of Israel. Yes. But in Galatians, it points out that we can become by faith mm-hmm. the sons of Abraham. Yes. Amen. And at the same end of Galatians chapter three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, verses Galatians three twenty nine. Uh-huh. If ye be Christ's. Yes, and seed yeah. and heirs according to the promise. So Amen. The promise all the way back here in Genesis 17. Yes, that's right. Amen. That's right. I just wanted to point that. Yes, amen. Very good. His name actually changed from Abram to uh-huh. Abraham. That's right. So his name changed from many. Abram means many or multitude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Its name changed from many to father of many. That's right, yeah. That's right. It's just worth thinking about. Mm-hmm. So in this account, in Genesis 17 and, and, and 18, we're, we're, we've got, we're presented with two different kinds of laughs, two different responses to God, right? Yeah. Both Abram and Sarah, they both laughed. Now, but they were not the same kind of laugh. And we'll see. We can see that now. On the surface, it looks like they were. It looks like Abram. It almost looks identical, but it, it, it's what's surrounding it that really shows you what they're, what was going on inside them. Now, Abraham's laugh was a, a laugh of possibility. That's not in the scriptures. That's just my conclusion. That, in other words, Abraham. He said, Genesis seventeen seventeen it says Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart. Shall a child be born in him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? See, it, uh, it sounds like he's saying the exact same thing that Sarah said. And yet, w- why is it different? Because, okay, now this is, this is, let's just compare this. Now, Sarah's laugh was one of disbelief. This was, now Abraham and Sarah were old. This is the reason that the Holy Spirit gives that, that she laughed. Abraham and Sarah were old, well-stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. Therefore, for this reason, because she reasoned, because, because the, my time is past, this is an impossibility. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, 
After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? So on the surface, it may appear that they were both thinking the same thing, but to find the truth, this is, what, did, what did Abraham do immediately? The same day that, 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 that he was given this word, Abraham said unto God, O that Ishmael might live before thee, and God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son. You can see God's going to rectify. Okay, if he, if Abraham was 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 just in disbelief, okay, he, he, he wouldn't have got this word like this. Yeah. Okay, he's give, he's going to give him. He's he's going to solidify in Abraham's mind. This is going to happen. I'm going to do this. Okay, now yeah. the word that we have in the scripture is that Abraham believed the Lord. And it was accredited him or, or, or yeah. given to him for righteousness because he believed the Lord. Yeah. Now, the, the question that I was looking at when I looked through this, did he believe the Lord at this time right here? Okay, that, that really is the critical point, right? At, at this moment, did Abraham believe? He says, he'll establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant with the seed after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at the set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. Now, how do we know that Abraham believed the Lord? The very next thing it says, and Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of the foreskins in the self same day as God had said unto him. Now that's the proof. Yes, brother. That last sentence that you read. Uh huh. Doesn't that indicate then that he waited till his son was born? Until that eighth day. So it, oh, I mean, here, here, in the, the, same year. the same day that God told him that uh, he circumcised everybody in his house. Well, then he couldn't have circumcised his son because his son was just promised that day. No, no, he. It, no, mean, look, it, that's just. It says. But he couldn't, Isaac. Yeah. Because Isaac was born a year later. He didn't circumcise Isaac here. Yeah, it says and his son. I thought that's what that last sentence said. Yeah, Ishmael. Ishmael is who he's talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah. So the point is, is that Abraham believed the Lord. Okay, now, now, what was it? Okay, so what did his laugh infer? Well, what was he, what was he, um, what was he, it's almost like, and this is my conclusion, that that he this was impossible and he knew it was impossible and yet look how quick Abraham this was almost like well and I, I guess I shouldn't say it like that but to me when I read it I get Abraham was excited he was he was looking it was it was like God's given him a, a promise and he received it like that and um and he didn't draw back he immediately Immediately, he, he, he does what God told him to do that would yeah. solidify this covenant. That, see, it, yeah. that, he told him to, to do this. Yeah. And, and so as soon as God got done talking with him, he, he went to work and he circumcised, which actually... Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that I think that 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say, would it be right to say then that um, Sarah was blessed because of Abraham's faith? Well, Sarah was blessed. Yes. Because Abraham's faith, if she was disbelieving. Well, see, Sarah, Sarah was going to believe on her own. And this yeah. is why in chapter 18, now I understand what you're saying. Okay, she, she was she submitted to Abraham all this time. She had been submitting to Abraham. Yeah. Okay, she, she believed that God was going to do this, mm-hmm. that God was going to make of him a great nation. Yeah. I don't think that, that that's what it's talking about. I think her, her problem mm-hmm. was going to come when it was going to come from herself yeah. because she knew that the, the time was passed. It was nothing was going to happen. But see, God wasn't going to depend on her. God was going to depend. God was God was going to do the work in her, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why yeah. it, it it's written in Hebrews chapter eleven eleven. See, it was by faith yeah. that she received strength to conceive seed. Yeah. It wasn't that all of a sudden she just said, "I can do it." No, <laughs> the problem yeah. was is that she couldn't do it. And so, but God gave us this example, which is a marvelous example, because in our life, we're going to find a lot of these situations come up where it appears like, I mean, we're living through one. It appears right. like, what are we going to do? God will do what God will do. Yeah. And what all we need to do is trust in him with all of our heart, lean not on our own understanding, and on all our ways acknowledge him, and what will he do? What God's going to do. And you know, and God's been known to bless people, yeah. and so I'm looking forward to a blessing. But but this is Amen. see the, this thing is that, that that He did, okay. When immediately to me this confirms His faith in what God had just said, Amen. and so you know it's yeah. Circumcision is the sign of the covenant that's in right. their flesh. That's right. And He He was entering into that covenant with God. Uh huh. And obeying that, the same with Sarah. That's right. And and her faith. Uh huh. This is the beginning of God teaching us about faith yes. and what it does uh-huh. and and what it looks like. And he, it had to be Abraham and Sarah mm-hmm. yeah. because she was, uh, she was his. His wife. She wasn't. Yes. She wasn't a handmaid or something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. No kind of surrogate. She was his wife. She was the one that was counted as one flesh with Abraham. That's right. But God would not take something as precious of faith and then mingle it with unbelief. That's right. To that's bring right. This about. Amen. They both had to that's, believe. That's right. It had to be a pure Amen. beginning. That's right. Well, in order for that, what he's going to promise to Abraham that he was going to do with Sarah. That she was going to be the mother. See, now this became very personal. And so it, 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 something had to happen. This couldn't go forward until Sarah believed. Mm-hmm. And that's why he changed her name as well. Mm-hmm. See, this was going to be God's work. The whole thing was going to be God's work. Neither one of them, neither Abram right. or Sarai, could take credit for something yeah. that they didn't have anything to do with. Right. I mean, they believed. Yeah. And because they believed, he changed their name to Abraham and to Sarah. Yeah. yeah. And that there in John, when it says that uh-huh. uh, Jesus was not born by the will of man or the will of the flesh, mm-hmm. uh, this, this account takes flesh completely out of it. That's right. That, That's right. I mean, Sarah was barren. 
That's even right. before yeah. she passed that age. That's right. Amen. She Amen. was she That's never right. uh-huh. could have had children Amen. ever. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, she was past the time of childbirth. That's right. That's right. So if there was ever a sliver of a chance, it had passed with that. That's right. Now you have on top of that mm-hmm. the the agedness of them both. Yes. And mm-hmm. so it's God but he went to the the nth degree to show what is encapsulated. It says, with mm-hmm. men, this is impossible. impossible. Yeah. But That's with right. God, all, all things are Amen. possible. Amen. So Amen. it is completely, this account yes. is completely uh-huh. by faith. And that's why Abraham is the Amen. father yeah. of the faith. Amen. Yeah. And it's entirely a work of God. That's right. And yes. this whole thing. The, the Hebrew meaning for the word Sarai is actually quarrelsome. That's mm-hmm. what it translates. Mm-hmm. It translates quarrelsome. Mm-hmm. And the, the Hebrew word Sarah actually translates princess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another interesting thought. Brother? Yes. We also know that this was not a lack of unbelief because in Romans um, 4 uh-huh. yep. 20 it says he staggered not at the promise. That's right. Amen. Through unbelief. So uh-huh. That is a confirmation as well. That's right. No, no staggering. Now Sarah's laugh, if you look at um in in uh, Genesis eighteen one through five, you, uh, and this just sets the scene because because remember this was just until this happened this was just another day. This was they woke up they, they it was hot he was sitting in in the the door of the tent at the cool of the day. It says, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent in the heat of the day, in the door that in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. When he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant, let a little water, I pray you be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you, your hearts. After that, you shall pass on. For therefore, you are, for therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, "So do as thou hast said." <laughs> now we're going to find out these are the angels, right? They're on their way to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. That's that. That's, you know, they're going to investigate it, give a, a report, give a report back to God. And so, but see, Abraham knew that these men were from the Lord. And it, it, he, he's, this was special. This wasn't something that happened every day. And and he spoke he spoke to them he kept it, I mean this is this is going to get right down to where it's going to say the Lord said from from these angels see these are messengers Abraham knew that they were special he asked them to rest themselves and then but what Abraham didn't know that at this time they they, they didn't come to see him normally you know they, it said that Abraham would would receive a word from the Lord but this was different. Now, I am assuming, and I wanted to make sure I said that, that Abram had shared with Sarah what had occurred in chapter 17. I mean, if he's going to change her name, if he tells Abram, change, to, you're not going to be called Abram anymore, but Abraham. And Sarah, referring to his wife, going to be called Sarah. Now, I can't imagine myself that he wouldn't go tell Sarah, I'm not calling you Sarah anymore. I'm calling, I mean, Sarah, yeah, I'm going to call you Sarah. You know, I can't imagine that. So, and, and but see, if he did, which I think he did, then it, it, she would have been thinking about this. Now, wait a minute, I'm going to have a baby. I can't have a baby. 
you know. And, and, and that's what it appears to me was going on. It says she had rehearsed this in herself. This is just what's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, he was probably going to have to come up with some other way to do this. And yet, we, we, you know, that's just my observation of, of the text now. So Sarah, what does she do? She, um, <laughs> she prepares. She does exactly what her husband tells her to. She prepares the cakes. And she brings them out there, and uh, after the visitors had eaten, then they um, made known why they were there, right? It, so Sarah's going to get a personal visit and a word from God. They said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? Which is never anywhere in the rest of the scriptures or before this, that they come to Abram and say, where's your wife? See, this proves to us that God's, God's going to do this work in Sarah so that a year from this time that the, his will will be worked. And he does the same things with us. And we don't, we not understand or see the time frame or the timetable at the moment. See, we don't see the whole picture, not yet. But in the end, we will see where God worked precisionly, with precision in each of our lives. He, he brought us into areas and, 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 and changed us and showed us things in order that something else might might take place further down the road. See, God's the governor of the nations. We're not. And so, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting thought. That um, God, he's working with Sarah. He doesn't say, you don't believe me. I'm just going to cut you off. I'll use somebody else. He works with Sarah, just like he works with us, to bring us into into his fellowship. Mm-hmm. So, Robert? yes. In uh, Romans chapter 9, mm-hmm. it, it uh-huh. talks about this promise. Right. Uh, starting in verse 7, neither, because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children, but in Isaac shall the seed be called. That's right. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, uh-huh. these are not the children of God. Yes. But the children of the promise yes. are kind of for the seed. That's right. So this is the word of promise. At this time, will I come as Sarah shall have a son. Yes, that's right. And so it points out that Ishmael wasn't the son of the promise. That's right. He was. Amen. And in Galatians chapter four, mm-hmm. it talks about uh, talks about believers in Christ. Mm-hmm. Galatians four twenty eight. Now we mm-hmm. brethren, yes. as Isaac was, are the children of the promise. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. So yep. I just find that this promise that they made that God made that Sarah all the way back mm-hmm. in Genesis, it links that to us being. Children of Abraham by faith, yes. believing in Christ. Amen. And we are sons of God. That's right. Amen. Because it, it's showing us, in this account we're reading, it's showing two, two people, and as and, uh, far as we know, in the whole world at this time, God was going to work in specifically, and they both had to believe. So what is he talking about when he says heir of the promise? Those that believe, not your, not your Jew or Gentile. See, they're done away with the question is, do you believe? Amen. That's the question. And that's what he's talking about. Now, Sarah didn't have the benefit of having those two scriptures. She had to believe in, at, in, at, in, right at the moment, right where she was at. She was going to be confronted with some options. And, but she, she is the one that, that God was going to work through to make this choice. It's, it's wonderful. Okay, they, this is what they, they said. Where's Sarah the wife? And he said, behold, in the tent. And he said, now she could hear him. We're going to find that out. She could hear what these men were saying. 
I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now, Sarah had earlier, remember, uh, from what I'm presuming, had heard the word of her husband. But now Sarah is hearing the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. This is going to work something in her just like it did the day you heard the word of the Lord. Amen. And we know from the scriptures that the word of the Lord brings with it the grace to believe it in all those who have faith. So the question is, is will Sarah will Sarah believe this? Now, Sarah's you know confronted with these options. One was to receive these words through the eyes of the flesh, and that she's impossible. Or uh, will it be possible? Now, all things are possible with God. Okay, now, these are the real facts. I was going to just go over these real facts. This is what Sarah had to deal with. This was real. Abraham and Sarah were old and well-stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of a woman. This was absolutely true. There's no doubt about this in Sarah's mind. This was no doubt about it in Abraham's mind. From God's perspective, he had waited until this set of circumstances was just where it had to be, just where God wanted it to be, to where... In the end, they would look back and they, they would say, we did not do this. And we're looking back on it now and we're saying, we couldn't do this either. How, remember the day you believed, could you make that happen? No, you couldn't make that happen. You were lost in sin. That's just the way it was. You had no intentions of serving God. You were on your way to, to hell, actually. What, what happened? God intervened. And we're witnessing God intervene with this woman called Sarah. So Sarah's response, Sarah laughed within herself. She didn't even laugh out loud. That's right. Within herself. Am I, after I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being also old? Why? So why was it so important that Sarah, and we already went over this, why was it so important that Sarah believed this word of the Lord? Because now Hebrews 11, 11 hadn't been written yet, but it would be written yeah. See, this is scripture. This isn't like, yeah. well, maybe, you know, if Sarah responds, well, well, then I'll, you know, I'll put it in Hebrews 11. The word of the Lord is tried. It's true. Okay. This yeah. is what God was going to do mm-hmm. through faith. Amen. Also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of her child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Now, the Lord showed up and look at how tenderly. He reasoned with Sarah. What did he really tell her? He told her this. He says, and I was talking to Abraham, but he's really talking to Sarah here. Mm-hmm. Wherefore does Sarah laugh, saying, I of a surety, I, I, of a surety bear a child which am old. Is anything too hard for the Lord? See, see how God planted that seed in her heart. There's nothing too hard for God. And what did that do? That created faith in her see that energized her faith to all of a sudden god through through these angels gave her hope Uh, it's not depending on me it's it's depending on what god's gonna do all that i'll see this we can all identify with this this you, you got trouble just believe in the lord he's gonna do the work we, we can't actually do the, do the work. Now, we can do the part he gives us to do. What part did he give her to do? Believe, right? The Lord spoke this word to Abraham, knowing that Sarah was listening. 
And he addresses the, the, the very thing that Sarah was having a hard time accepting. I can't do this. I'm past. He says, well, there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Then Sarah denied. Okay, now, so he shows you the obtuseness of flesh, right? Because yeah. <laughs> she, she hadn't said it out loud. Yeah. So she knew she didn't say it. She was just a thought. Yeah. And so, well, I, I didn't say that out loud. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I laughed not, but yeah. she, she had. And yeah. so this is what his response. He says, he says, um, nay, nay, but thou didst laugh. Yeah. That's a convicting. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. So. Then the men left, right? They rose up and, and they, they, they were done there. The work was done. It, the, what, what they had come there to talk to Sarah about, nothing else needed to be said. God knew exactly what he was doing. And then they, they went off. Of course, Abram went off. And then we got the account where he, he reasons with them. But, but see, this is Sarah experienced exactly what she needed to experience at that time when she was standing in the tent door. She experienced what it would take for her to come to believe. And we know now, we can reason this out ourselves, that between now and three months, she believed. Because in, in a year, <laughs> Isaac was born. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was impossible at this moment, but all of a sudden, just like Samo was for you to believe, it came a time of her reasoning and, 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 and believing God that she received strength to conceive. Mm -hmm. Now, there isn't any ge geneticist or, or <laughs> in the world that would agree with this. They would say, any scientist would say, you're crazy. This is impossible. And I would agree with them. It is impossible. But look at this. God is able. He knows better than us, right? Abraham and Sarah both believed the Lord and it was imputed. Now, that I, I admit, I stretched this, this text, but I believe it's, this is exactly the way it is with all of us. Yeah. Abraham believed the Lord and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, right? Well, it's the same with everybody that believes the Lord. Yeah. See, we believe a lot of things that, um, that we're, we're called to believe, but see, we've been given a testimony. And so you believe the testimony. The Lord had given Abraham a timeline for the birth of Isaac. There was no way it was going to, he was going to miss the timeline. It wasn't going to be like, well, you know, I had to wait for Sarah to come along, so it's going to take a year and a half now. No. God brought her into the fellowship of this agreement of what was going to happen here. God did that. And I, I, this was just something I put in there because, you know, we... we, we we live in a time now when people can find out yeah. what they're getting ready to have, right? But see, they didn't have to guess if it was a boy or a girl because God had already told them. And he had already told them a name. They didn't have to pick a name, right? Mm -hmm. Remember when, when, when John was born? See, it, 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 God can do this. God's done it all through the scriptures. God had already revealed to Abraham. And Abraham was faithful. He said, well, I don't like that name. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you can see how, how whimsical people have become about all this stuff. It's like the most important thing I've got. And, I, you know, God lets you name them, but God's going to rename them. But God's not going to rename Abraham. He's, in, in, in glory, Abraham's going to be Abraham. He gave him his new name, and, and we know what it is. We get there and we talk to Abraham. We'll be talking to Abraham. 
<laughs> anyway, I just thought that was interesting. We're witnessing in this account of Sarah that within three months, Sarah believed the Lord. What took me a lot longer than that, I mean, I'm, we're talking about fully convinced. Yeah. We're talking about she's looking forward now to God giving her a baby from yeah. the time when she thought it was impossible for her to have a baby. Amen. Now that's faith at work. And so her entire life from that point forward was going to be changed. That's right. That's because right. Because of what she was convinced. We don't see her arguing with Abraham later when he's going to take the boy to sacrifice. That's right. She's saying, no, you're not taking my boy. Look, at this. Yeah. we don't have none of that in Scripture. That's right. Okay. Why? Because she, she's believing the Lord now. She's, right. She saw it was impossible, and she knew it was impossible, but God gave her a son, and like you said, it changed her forever. And it's the same thing with us. When God promises us things that... That's that are right. going to take place in the future. Uh-huh. And we're persuaded of them. It'll change right. how we live too. So Abraham, in, in Romans 4.20, we already talked about this. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, Amen. but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded yes. that what he had promised, he was also able to reform, perform. Now this is the Holy Spirit's yeah. testimony of Abraham. See, it may have appeared that he was wavering some. But but he did he didn't waver. Yeah. It, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was yeah. imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised yeah. up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses, and was raised again for our justification. Yes, it was impossible for Abram and Sarai to have a son. That was absolutely impossible. She really was barren, and he really was stricken with old age. Mm-hmm. But God chooses to use their example to prove that with God all things are po- that nothing is impossible, and that all things are possible mm-hmm. in Christ. Now, this last section, I just I put a lot of these things together because see, this is at the way it really is. We really are called to these things. We're called upon to believe that Jesus. The Son of the Living God came to this earth, was born of a virgin, lived a perfect and sinless life towards God, and that He was a man that was approved by God. He was tempted at all points like as we are, yet without sin. We're called by God to believe that this same Jesus was handed over to be crucified, nailed to a tree, and suffered the death of all men, died for the sin of all men at one time, that He would suffer the totality of the wrath of God against all sin. Of all times, yet we also are called on to believe that this same Jesus descended into the abode of the dead, preached liberty to the captives, and that on the third day God raised him up from the dead and destroyed the one who had power of death, that is the devil. We're called to believe that Jesus ascended into heaven and is at this present moment seated at the right hand of God and is interceding for all those whom God has given him. And that one day he'll return to this world and deliver his people forever to be with him in glory. Now, if Abraham and Sarah could trust in the Lord and wait for his promises to come to pass during the starlight age, how much more should we be willing to wait for his son from heaven? He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and yet they're all accessible by one thing, faith. With faith, you you can please God. You can live a life that's pleasing to God. And, and I thank God for that. Are there any other? Brother? Okay. 
it also, it, all these impossibilities uh -huh. presented here makes me think also of Elijah. Yes. The prophets of Baal. Amen. Yes. With all those extreme measures. And then after he'd done all those things, that was what he concluded with. He said, mm -hmm. and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, mm -hmm. be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant. Mm -hmm. Done all these things with thy hand. Yes. So again, in faith, he's Amen. doing the same thing. That's right. Faith Amen. impossible. Amen. So now, if you look out there and you see my circumstances impossible, well, see, really, that should make you rejoice, right? <laughs> now it's time for something to happen. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like the title. You have true faith, you receive strength to believe. Mm -hmm. Now, it says in Hebrews 11, 11, by Sarah, Sarah herself received strength to conceive. Mm -hmm. So it rhymes. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. And also... Uh, in Romans chapter 4, verse 19, mm -hmm. we're talking about Abraham. Uh, well, verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who be he believed, even God, who mm -hmm. quickened, quickeneth the dead, and yes. those things which be not as though they were, mm -hmm. who, against hope, believed in hope. Amen. And he might become the father of many nations. That's right. According to that which was spoken, so shall I see thee. Yes. And being not weak in faith, mm -hmm. so he was strong in faith. That's right. He considered not that his own body now dead mm -hmm. when he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's when he staggered not at the promise of God. Amen. That's right. But was strong in faith. Yes. Giving glory to God. Amen. Now, a few verses later mm -hmm. in chapter five of Romans, mm -hmm. it says, speaking of us, mm -hmm. Romans five to six, for when we were yet. Without strength. strength. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So we couldn't believe. That's right. Sarah Amen. Yeah. Amen. could not conceive. That's right. But God made it so she yes. could. Yes. Amen. And so we we could not believe. Yes. And God made it so we could. So he made us strong. Yes. He gave us strength to believe. I Amen. Like, I like what he did there. Well, the, uh, the parallel was that it's just as impossible for us to believe by nature as it was for Sarah to have a child by nature. Yeah. But see, he, 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 he gave us... The, so, so in other words, we can't boast... In that we have faith. No. That, no. That's not what we boast of. We boast in God, the one that gave faith and the one that gives faith. So they, when we meet somebody, we can't determine just by what we, or we see whether or not the person can believe. That's not really our purview. We give, we preach Christ, we preach the gospel, yeah. and then all of them that believe, we give them faith, right? No, we don't. <laughs> All that believe God gives. God gives it to them. Yeah. But he gives it to them. Does that mean we're not involved? No, we have to preach the gospel. That's yeah. what we're set out to do. In other words, what God's already done in you, already, is the most powerful weapon you have. You meet somebody, you can tell them what Jesus has done in you mm -hmm. through the gospel. And who can, who, can, who can argue against that? I mean, I'm sure some people do. But see, when I present this, I, he says, all I know is I was blind, but now I see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's standing there. He can see. And he's telling you how that happened. Why? Because he's been called into that work. Jesus is the one that made him see. The blind man didn't make himself see. So, so the, your testimony, when you share it with people, it's more powerful than it may seem. Mm -hmm. You're telling of a work that actually happened in you. 
And that is powerful well, when you share those, those testimonies. And actually, yeah. look at what God's given you. You have something personal that you can share with other people that, that happened to you. And so in the sharing of it, you can see how God, he, this is real, in other words. It's genuine. It really did happen to you. And so I, I, I can tell you, what, when I tried, I'd go out there and I would, yes, brother, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, don't finish what you're saying. No, when I would try to witness the people out on the job sites, you know, I, when it was artificial, in other words, I was just forcing the issue. I just want to tell them about Jesus. It didn't. It wasn't nearly as powerful as when I told them, "You want to know what God did for me?" And I, because that was real. It just came out, and and and, and it had an effect too, brother. And, and some of us, it's just like these examples of these subjects. Some mm-hmm. of us. That testimony is going to be even more impossible than it appear that way. Yes. Than it would in others. Amen. It's going to be like we dumped water on it and dug uh-huh. a trench and did all these other things. Amen. Amen. So it was, yes. Amen. Amen. Well, yes, brother? One more thing. You mm-hmm. put it on page 7, the Romans 4, 20 through 25. Uh-huh. Just like Abraham mm-hmm. had imputed righteousness to him because he believed. Yes. Then it's also for us. Amen. Because we believe. That's right. Amen. Amen. For us also, to whom it shall be imputed. That's right. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Mm hmm. Amen. Well, that sounds conditional. That, that, that if statement yeah. in there sounds like it's a condition attached. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, but see, it's interesting. The more than interesting, it's 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 uh, only God can do this. He gives you faith, but He gives you faith to believe. So, see, if if you you say, "Well, I have lots of faith," but you don't do any believing, now see, there's a problem. But see, if you have faith, you will believe. So, I can tell you right now that Sarah had faith. By faith, she believed, and because she believed, God gave her strength to conceive seed. So, and I thank God for this testimony that we've had some time to go over. Brother, yes? Um, I can see that in sharing um, our testimonies, we're, we're sharing the goodness of God. Yes. And it reminds me of that verse that says, um, the goodness of God has led me to repentance. Yes. And so I can see that... Um, we're sharing our faith and hope. Mm-hmm. We share the goodness that we can pass on that hope to others. And, yes. And uh, this just takes that little mustard seed of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Produce a big tree. Amen. It's like you're planting a seed. Yes. That's right. Amen. This thing about Abraham laughing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but notice that it says that Abraham fell on his face and then laughed. Yeah. Yep. And anybody that. Expressed unbelief, they fell backwards. Uh-huh. They didn't fall on their face. I just I thought that, that was worth thinking about. Well, yeah, those who those who fell on their mm-hmm. face before the Lord, they saw something about mm-hmm. God. They yeah. saw mm-hmm. some sort of glory. Yeah. They saw some. Mm-hmm. They saw something about God, and it provoked them yeah. to fall mm-hmm. on their face in reverence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so Amen. Mm-hmm. He said, woe is me when I am undone. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yep. Amen. Well, thank you, brother. I'll have a word of prayer.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the record you've given us of Abraham and Sarah. Father, we thank you, Lord, that um, their example of, of believing you and trusting in you has been preserved so that, Father, we can read about it and learn from it and, and make the comparisons, Father, to what you've worked in us. Father, we ask, Lord, that as we follow you, Father, we would always trust in you with all of our heart. We would not lean on our own understanding, but, Father, in all of our ways, we would acknowledge you. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would work in us and, and use us, Father, and, in your kingdom to, to provoke others to love and good works. We thank you, Father, for the, the brotherhood, that, Father, that we're kings and priests, and you've given us, Father, to excel, Father, in this present, in this present time. Father, there is no reason... For us to draw back, seeing all the great work you've already accomplished in us. We ask, Father, for grace and for mercy. Father, that as we extend ourselves to others, that, Father, we would see uh, that your ability to do, to save. Your ability, Father, to, to bless and our, your ability to, to bring many sons to glory. Help us, Father, to be instruments in your hand. Father, that we might show forth your glory even in this present age. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. We also pray, Father, for the food that we're about to partake of. We thank you for it. We thank you for the provision you've given us. We love you, Father, and we thank you for the things you've done for us. We also ask, Father, for Brother Given tonight, that you would continue to strengthen him and bring him back to us. Father, we thank you, Father, for his uh, good countenance. That Father, he's, he was filled with joy when I was spoke with him. And Father, he's looking forward to uh, coming again into the assembly. In your son's name, amen. 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 amen.